Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Fresh Encounter, the radio ministry of Lifelong Anointing Church. Our mission as a church is to equip the body of Christ to increase in wisdom and in stature, and in favor with God and with men. We are glad that you joined us for this edition of the broadcast. It is our prayer that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. Here now is Pastor Otuno with today's message. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 13, reading from verse number 22. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 13, reading from verse number 22. And when he has removed him, he raised him up unto them, David, to be the king, to whom also he gave testimony, and said, I have found David the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. And if you skip down to verse number 36, the Bible tells us there, still giving a commentary about the life of David, verse number 36, the Bible says, For David, after he has served his generation by the will of God, fell on sleep, and was laid unto his father, and saw corruption. In other words, the Bible is saying that there was a guy called David. The Lord specifically picked him up. He said, after he had removed somebody, was referring to Saul. See, after he had removed Saul, he raised up David to be the king of Israel, of whom he gave testimony. And he said, I have found David, a man after my own heart. If God says that you are after his own heart, that means you occupy a special place in his heart. And the Bible now gave a commentary about David. He said, after David has served his own generation, in other words, after David has accomplished what God has given unto him, the Bible says he fell asleep. In other words, he died. His own time was over. <clears throat> the Bible is simply telling us about this man called David that he lived a life of accomplishment. A life that was characterized by fulfilling and walking with the Almighty God. David lived a full life. The Bible says after he has served his generation. Not before, but after. After he had done everything that God has called him to do. After he has accomplished the very purpose for which God has called him. The Bible says he, he fell asleep and he was buried with his fathers. David as a man after, after God's own heart, he did all that God has asked him to do and he went home to be with the Lord and many people in life, they want to have a life where they can say that, yes, I have served God. I have done my part. I have accomplished what God has given unto me. I have done the things that he has committed into my care. That is talking about the fact that they are looking to say that, yes, I have lived a life of accomplishment. And the Lord wants every one of us to be able to be able to live a life of accomplishment. A life that says, yes, this is what God asked me to do. This is what he committed into my hand. And here I have done exactly what you have done. That was exactly what Paul the Apostle said. He said, I have run my career. I have finished the course. He said, I am now ready to be, I am now ready to be taken away. In other words, I have done what God has given unto me. Every year, the Lord gives us an opportunity. At the beginning of every year, he opens our eyes to be able to see the possibility of what we can accomplish if we walk with him. And that was his intention when he said, when he called us unto himself this year, and he said, you come and walk with me. And as you walk with me, and as you partner with me, and as you connect with me, you will begin to see that I'm able to do great things in your life. I'm able to do great things. I'm able to take you to places 
that you never dream possible. The Lord wants us to be able to be to be accomplished people, not just in our family, not just in the work of that we do, not just in our career, not just in our businesses, but also in our work with Him. He wants us to be accomplished people, accomplished Christian. But the day in the life of David that we looked at at the very beginning, the reality is that the life of David was not always like that. David was a kind of a person that when he started, he started in obscurity. Nobody knew the guy. Nobody even knew where he was. The Bible told us that when the Lord God Almighty rejected Saul from being king in the book of 1 Samuel, the Bible tells us that God himself sent sent Samuel to the house of Jesse and asked him to go and and ordain a new king unto him. And he gave word, he sent word unto Jesse, which is David's father. He said, gather all your children because I'm coming, I want to come and do sacrifice. And when Samuel got there, do you know that this same David who was supposed to be an accomplished person was not even invited? Samuel had to ask. If you look at the, if you look, the Bible tells us in verse number eleven of First uh, Samuel chapter six, it said, "And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are there are here all thy children?" And he said, "And he said, There remaineth the youngest." And behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, "Send and fetch him. We shall not sit till he comes in." In other words, this same guy. Who the Lord is giving testament to and telling you, who the Bible is telling us that he was an accomplished person, was even somebody that was forgotten at the very beginning. This tells us that today we might be forgotten. It tells us that today we might, nobody might even remember us. Today the work of our hands might not even be identified. Today all the things that we are doing might be going unnoticed. Today people might not even know the corner of the world where we are sitting. They might not even see us. We might not even make any, uh, we might not even make any dent on the, on the, on the things of life. But the Lord is saying that, he's saying, just like he spoke in the life of David, he said, we are not going to sit down until you bring this man out of obscurity into the limelight. So the life of David was not always a life, was, it was not always a life of, a, a life of glory, a life that everybody, a life that everybody saw. He lived a life of obscurity, but something happened. Okay. Looking at David's life before David, before Samuel visited him and David's life by the end of his life, something changed. Something made David, moved David from obscurity into the limelight. Something moved David from the place in the wilderness where nobody remembered him to the place in the palace where everybody sought his, sought for his attention. The question is what happened? What happened? What transpired between that period of obscurity and that period of accomplishment? What happened in the life of David? What was the secret of David's life that moved him from a place where he was not known to a place where he became known? What was the secret that made him to be able to accomplish the thing that God has called him to do? The responsibility has been given. The assignment has been given. What was it that was in the life of David that made it possible? Let's turn our Bibles. We begin to see the secret of David's accomplishment in the book of Psalms. Let's look at Psalm 78. We're going to read just a couple of verses there. Psalm 78. We want to read from verse number 70. Psalm 78. This is a very interesting thing about the, the, the commentary. The Bible's version, the Bible commentary about the life of David. Look at verse number 70. Psalm 78 verse 70. The Bible says, He chose David also his servant. And took him from the sheepfold. From following the eel, great with young, he brought him to feed Jacob, his people, and Israel, his inheritance. So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. Verse 72 again. So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. 
Now, you look at this verse of the scripture, it is loaded and pregnant with a lot of the secret of what made David the man that David became. These three verses of scripture, these four verses of scripture, tells us the secret of the accomplishment that David had in his life. And the first thing that you see, that you see the first secret of David's accomplishment that you see is found in that verse number 70. The Bible tells us that. He said, he chose David also his servant and took him from the sheepfold. What does that mean? The Lord is talking about the calling of David. The Bible is saying that David was able to accomplish all that he accomplished because there was a call upon his life. The Lord gave him a special assignment. He said, the Lord, he chose David. In other words, he pulled him out and gave him an assignment. He recognized the presence of, the, of, of, of this man called David. He chose him and he pulled him out. It was God who chose David. David did not choose himself. It was God that, uh, it was God's call upon his life that made that, that was clear to David, that set David apart. David did not just wake up one day and walk into the, into the, into the, into limelight. The Lord Almighty pulled him out. The Lord Almighty gave him a specific assignment. The Lord Almighty knew what David could accomplish, and he called David to be able to do it. David knew what God's calling was, was, was upon his own life, and David knew his assignments. Why is this important? It's important because if you do not know what God is calling you to do in your life, in your family, in the work that he has committed into your care, in the career that you find yourself, if you do not know the calling of God upon your life, if you are not sure about the assignment, you are going to wander around in life. A person that has no call, a person that has no assignment, a person that does not know what God wants him to do, a person that has no specific assignment or a specific goal, you will find out that you will jump from pillar to post, jump from pillar to post. You will try to do everything that everybody is doing because you don't know what you have been gifted for. David understood his calling. The Bible says he chose David, also his servant, and took him from the sheepfold. In other words, David was busy keeping the sheep. David was busy doing what he was not called to do. David was busy doing an assignment that was not meant for him. The Lord God Almighty now brought him out. Out of that particular sheepfold. Out of that place of obscurity. Out of that assignment that was not his own. The Lord brought him out and gave him the assignment that was supposed to be owned. You need to find your own assignment in this new year. If you are going to fulfill and be here and live a life of accomplishments. The man who will live a life of accomplishment and make this new year a successful year. And make this year a year that they can write home about and say, yes, this is what I accomplished this year. If you are going to be able to pinpoint something and say, this is what this year gave me. This is what I was able to do this year. This was where I was able to go this year. This was what God was able to do for me this year. That individual must be able to accomplish, must be able to identify the specific call, the specific assignment. That God has called him to do. In other words, God has not called you to do everything. It is not possible for you to do everything. God has not gifted you to do everything. You, for one particular reason or the other, God created you to be the answer to somebody's question. Created you to be the miracle in the life of somebody. There is a word that God has put in your mouth for somebody. And that one word will transform the life of that person. That one word will turn their life, will turn the key that will take that place to where they need to be. But if you do not recognize it, you will float through life. And we will not float through life in Jesus' name. The key to David's accomplishment was number one. His calling. The Bible says he chose David also his servant. Number two, 
What was the key to David's accomplishment? The number two key to David's accomplishment is still found in that same verse that we have just read. In verse number seven. The Bible says he chose David also his servant. In other words, God chose David also to be his servant. He did not just choose David. He chose David and gave him a responsibility to be his own servant. In other words, David was not responsible to somebody else. David was not answerable to somebody else. David was the servant of God. That tells you that David had a responsibility to give account of his action, of his stewardship, of everything that God has committed into his own hand. David had a responsibility to report back to the Almighty God. David recognized that he was called to serve God and that means that he was accountable to the Almighty God. If you recognize the fact that all the gifts and all the talents and all that God has given unto you is an investment from heaven and that you are going to give account, it changes the way you do things. It changes the way you see things. It changes the way you relate even with the things that God has placed in your hand. David was able to accomplish the goal, the things that God has given unto him, not only because he was called, but because he understood that he was a servant of the almighty God. In other words, he was not afraid. He was not, he was not measuring his success based on what somebody else was saying. He was not measuring his success based on what his friends were accomplishing. He was not measuring his success based on how far other people were traveling. He was not measuring himself with other people. He was measuring himself based on the standard that God has placed before him. What was the standard that God has given to him? That was what David was measuring. David recognized that he was called to serve the Lord. And that means that he was accountable to God. The man or the woman who will accomplish his purpose on earth will be that man who understands that he has been given a responsibility. As such, he is accountable to him that has called him. If you understand that this year, all the opportunities that God has given unto you, all the resources that God is making available to you, you know, making available to you, uh, making available to you. All the people that He has put at your disposal, all the connection that you are having. If you begin to realize that God is making all those things available unto you, and that you are going to give account, not to your friend, not to your wife, not to your husband, not to the board of any organization, but to the Almighty God. When you understand that everything you do in life is a function of you reporting back to the Almighty God, it changes everything. Because at that point in time, you are not looking at any man. At that point in time, you are not afraid of any man. At that point in time, you don't care what people will say. It doesn't mean you live a careless life. It doesn't mean you live a life of insubordination. It simply means that you answer to a higher authority. That was what happened in the life of Joseph. The Bible says when Joseph was being tormented by the wife of Potiphar, Joseph said, how can I commit this great sin, this great crime and sin against God? He wasn't talking about sinning against Potiphar. Because Potiphar was the earthly boss. But Joseph recognized that there was a higher boss. There was a higher king, which was the God Almighty. And he said, I cannot do this thing and sin against the higher authority that I'm responsible for. If you understand that if you are going to accomplish anything in this life, number one, you must know the assignment that you have been given. So that you do not do another man's job. If you are working in an organization and they have given you different projects, and you say you don't like your own project, you are working on another person's project. And you do that person's project diligently. You did it in such a way that it was an excellent project. At the time of your yearly evaluation, do you think they are going to tell you that you have accomplished anything? No, because the work that you have been given, you refuse to do it. And you are doing another person's work. And that is what many of us do in life every day. 
I don't like the way God has made me. I don't like where he has placed me. I am too short, I'm too tall. I'm too fat, I'm too skinny. I don't know how to speak, I talk too much. I sleep too much, I don't know how to sleep. I mean, you give all sorts of excuses, neglecting the very thing that God has given unto us and pursuing the things that he has not given unto us. And if you are going to accomplish anything in this new year, you must recognize number one, what has God called you to do? What is your assignment? Number two, you are you responsible? Know who you are responsible to. You are a servant of his, not a servant of the government, not the servant of your place of work, not the servant of your family, not the servant of your wife. You are a servant of the Almighty God. He chose David also his servant. And David understood this and he changed everything about his life. Number three, what were the things that set David apart? What were the things that made David a special case in the hands of the Almighty God? Look at verse number 71. Psalm 78, verse 71. Psalm 78, reading from verse number 71. The Bible tells us, say, From following the ewe, great with young, he brought him to feed Jacob, his people, Israel, inheritance. Now, I need to stop here for a second and let you understand one thing. You will understand that when David was anointed king by Samuel, immediately David did not become the king of Israel. I hope you understand that. The fact that the day the, day, the, the day the prophet of God Almighty anointed David, that was not the day that David took the office of the king. He had to go through years of first of all running away, of first of all serving Saul, then running away from Saul, hiding in cave, fighting battles, eventually before getting to the throne. The point I'm making is that David was able to accomplish all that he accomplished because he had one simple character, and that is the characteristic of patience. Patience with the Almighty God. He knew what God had given unto him. He knew what God was calling him up to. He knew the place where God was taking him to. But one thing he knew was that there was going to be a time difference. There was going to be a time for the fulfillment of that particular promise. Though David had the call of God upon his life, but he took it took a while for David to experience the reality of that particular call. Many of us have received dreams and visions for this year. Many of us have received promises from the Almighty God. Many of us have heard the things that God wants to do for us. Many of us, there are times when we're in time of prayer and the word of God will come and tell us what he intends to do. Not just in our life, not just in our family, but within the church of the living God. He has spoken to us, but we begin to see, when are these promises going to come to pass? When is this particular thing going to be a reality? Right now, I am broke. You said I'm going to sit upon high places. Right now, I'm just walking, I'm, I'm walking in the lowest of low places. Sir. Right now, I'm not seeing the reality. When are these things going to manifest? The Bible makes us to understand that David had to wait for the manifestation of the, of, of the, of the anointing that he had received, the anointing of the king. It took him a while before he can get there. David exercised the call, that call. David, David had to mature. David had to experience certain things. David had to go through a, a particular period of schooling before he could sit on the throne of Israel. And the same thing the Lord is taking. Some of us will have to wait a little longer. Some of us will have to be able to endure certain things. Some of us will have to learn some basic lessons. Some of us will have to get rid of certain behavior. We have to get rid of certain attitude. We have to get rid of certain things in our life for God to be able to take us to where we are going. And the easier you release yourself to the Almighty God, the faster you are able to travel on that journey. Because I have said this before here, God never promotes people on trial. I remember when we were still in when we were still back home in Nigeria and we we're doing and they're moving up from one class to the other. If you don't pass very well, they put you, they promote you on trial. God never promotes you on trial. If you don't pass the class, you and that's why you see people doing the same thing over and over and over. And they're not seem to be moving forward. It's not because God doesn't want to move them forward, but they are not ready for the next level. 
And the man who is going to accomplish what God has set for him must be a man of patience. Because with patience, you are able to get to where you are supposed to get to and learn the lessons that you are supposed to learn through. All through the process of waiting for the manifestation of the call upon his life, David remained humbled and patient in the presence of the Almighty God. Can you imagine if you have crowned me the prince or the king of America? You crowned me as the king of America. And somebody is sitting in the White House and is not giving me the space. Oh my God. You will see what will have happened. You will see the truth will come out. Because I will take my position. Abba, I want to be the commander in chief. But the Bible says that this guy, though he was already anointed the king, he continued to respect what? He continued to respect the person that is occupying that throne at that point in time. He understood that God has forsaken the, uh, God has forsaken uh, Saul, but he kept on respecting him. Even when somebody came and even claimed that he killed Saul, David went so mad with this person, he said, how can you kill the glory of Israel? How can you come and boast that you killed the glory of Israel? He had that man trust with the soul. What I'm saying in essence is that David knew his call. He knew the promise of God. He knew where God was taking him, but he was humble enough to wait and to be patient in the presence of the Almighty God. The man who is going to accomplish what God is giving to him, what where God is taking him to this year must be a man that understands his call. Number two, a man that is in his service. Number three, a man of patience. Number four, he must be a man of character. Look at verse number 72. He must be a man of character. The Bible says, so he fed them according to the integrity of his heart. Let's just read the whole thing so that it, it, will, it will make some sense. Verse number, uh, Psalm 78, verse, uh, verse 70. He chose David also his servant and took him from the sheepfold. And from following the ill great with younger, he brought him to fit, uh, to fit Jacob his people and Israel his, his entire inheritance. Verse number 72 now. So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hand. Number four. The thing that set David apart was his character. The fourth, that character. The Bible says, out of the integrity of his heart, David guided the people of Israel. David had this inner character. He had this inner discipline. Unlike Saul, he was a disciplined person. He was a man who knew, who had the integrity. When David failed and you brought it to his attention, he will go down immediately and, and begin the repentance. That was what happened when Nathan confronted him and told him that he had stolen the wife of another person. David said, I have sinned. And he went there immediately and repented before the Almighty God. But when Saul was confronted that he made a mistake, he started looking for excuses. The man who will go who will accomplish what God wants him to accomplish this year is a man that must have that inner character. Because only your character will be able to sustain whatever you are trying to build for you. Because if that character is not there once you build, you build, you build and there is no foundation of character that thing will eventually fall. Number five and final thing that we see in the life of David that made him an exceptional character. The Bible tells us in that verse number 72. So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness. It is one thing for you to be called. It is one thing for you to be in the service of the Almighty God. It is one thing for you to have the character to be able to engage in the service of the Almighty God. But you also need the skills. To, you need the skills to be able to do it. Bible tells us in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3. It tells us, it says, study to show thyself, you know, study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We live in an environment where you cannot just say the word God says this and people will take it. Gone are the days when people recognize the authority of the scripture. Gone are the days when the word of God made sense to people. Right now you have to know what you are talking about. You have to be skillful in the use of the word of God. You have to be skillful in the way you present the word of God. You have to be skillful in the way you argue the truth of the word of God. The Bible says, say, if you see a man that excels in his world, he says he shall not stand before king. He shall not stand before mere men. He will stand before king. 
In other words, when you know what you are doing, when you are good at what you are doing, it will open the door for you. David was a skillful musician. That was what opened the door for him to get to the palace in the first place. David was a skillful warrior. That was why he was able to defeat Goliath. David was a skillful leader. That was why he was able to gather other leaders. He became the leaders of leaders. It was only David in the scripture you saw that he was a leader. He had the captains that were, that were, that were reporting unto him. When David was a fugitive and was running, and if nobody recognized him as a king, the Bible said that men gathered unto him in the cave at Dulong. In other words, people came to him because they saw the quality that was in his life. And this was a result of his skillfulness. If you want to accomplish the things that God has put upon your heart this year, if you want to move from where you are to where you need to be, where you need to be this year, if you want to move your family, move your career, move the work of God in your hand, you want to move to the next level, you need first of all to understand the call of God. You need to remain in his service. You need to be patient with the Almighty God because it takes time for God to do what he wants to do in your life. It's not only that you need to build up your character, but most importantly, you need to build your skills. Because if you don't know what you are doing, we see it. If you don't know what you're talking about, people will know. If you want to bluff your way through, people can tell. And one thing I can tell you is that the church of God is not what it used to be. Where people walk in and they check out their brains at the door. No. This is the day where people actually come to church with their mind very, very sharp. Because they want to know what you're talking about. David, the Bible says, uh, he guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. In other words, the Bible is saying, you need the skills if you are going to be effective in the service of the kingdom. It was the skill of David, like I said, that opened the door for him into the king's palace. David was, uh, was an able leader and he was a one that was able to be able to lead the people of God and the throne of David is established up to the point that Christ himself is referred to as the son of the man or the woman that would exploit for the Lord. The man that is skillful in the calling that God has given. The question is the desire to accomplish something for this year. Do you desire to move from where you are to where you need to be? Do you want to see God call you that you, here is my son, who is, you know, who, who, who is, who is pleasing to me, who is very pleasing to me. Here is my son who is a man after my own heart. Do you desire to do something meaningful? Do you plan to move to where you want to be, where God wants to put you this year? If so, if that is your, if that is your desire, then you must understand one thing is that you must remain in the presence of the Almighty. You must remain in the presence of the Almighty God long enough to receive the instruction specific to you. You cannot travel on the information of something. There's a limit to how far you can go on the instruction on second hand. You need, this year, if you are going to move forward, this year, if you are going to see God do great things on your behalf, this year, if you are going to accomplish all that God has given you to accomplish, number one thing you must do is to remain in His presence long enough to receive the instruction that is specific to your life. Because without a clear call, you are going to wander through. Number two, if you are going to see God move on your behalf and fulfill your and accomplish all that he has called you to accomplish, you must serve him with the understanding that you are accountable. Because unaccountable men, unaccountable women, they are very dangerous people. Very, very dangerous. Number three, if you are going to accomplish all that God has called you to accomplish this year, you must be patient with the Lord to do what needs to be done in your life before you launch out. Don't go out. There is something we should say back home. That the eyes that is blind, but it's not fully blind, it causes a lot of trouble. Eh? If you know what I mean. If your eyes are blind and it's not fully blind, it causes a lot of trouble. So when you see a man who knows enough just to be dangerous, he's a very dangerous man. So don't go out half baked. Number four, if you are going to accomplish all that God wants you to accomplish this year, you need to build your 
character. You need to build your character through discipline. Because without character, whatever we do is not going, it's going to fall apart. And then finally, if you're going to accomplish all that God has set for you to accomplish this year, you must hone your skill. You must work at your skill. You must be the best at what you do through patience because your skill will set you up. Thank you very much for listening to our program today. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. for our Sunday worship service at 2711 Murfreesboro Road in Antioch, Tennessee. We also host Bible study and prayer meetings every Friday at 7 p.m. Visit us online at www.lifelonganointing.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Join us next time for another edition of Fresh Encounter. On behalf of Lifelong Anointing Church, we thank you for listening.